Hello, and welcome to this episode of Brief Encounters. This is Natalie Adebeck, and I'm the Director of Communications at AFS Financial Group in Bethesda, Maryland, but remotely, of course, these days. Our AFS team has been doing an annual financial planning seminar series at the D.C. Bar for almost two years now on a variety of topics from Social Security, Get It Before It's Gone, to Becoming Your Own Investment Analyst, to Education Planning, and Student Loan Strategies. Although we give many seminars, workshops, and webinars throughout the year, we always say that the presentations we give to the D.C. Bar community are some of our favorites because of how engaged attentive, and enthusiastic all of you attendees are. We have thoroughly enjoyed getting to know many of you, and we look forward to many future presentations. Today, I am joined by my colleague, Jason Dahl, who is our Director of Financial Planning Services at AFS. Jason is a Certified Financial Planner Professional and holds the Certified Investment Management Analyst Certification, along with the Certification in Long-Term Care designation. We are going to take the next 20 minutes or so to talk about our upcoming webinar titled, What's Next? Life After Work, which will be held on Tuesday, May 5th from 12.15 to 2 p.m. This presentation will be our seventh and final session of our financial planning seminar series that we began back in the fall. Now, without further ado, let me bring in Jason to answer a few questions to give you more information about our upcoming webinar. Hey, Jason, how's your day been so far? Hi, Natalie. So far, so good. Thank you. Hope all is well with you today. I know I've been staying very busy with work from home and trying to figure out how to homeschool. <laughs> so that's, been a new, that's been a new adventure, but definitely counting my blessings that my family is all healthy and, and our, our collective AFS family is all healthy as well. So looking yeah. forward to today's uh, brief encounters. Absolutely. All right, so can you start us off with by giving us a quick summary of what to expect in this presentation? What's next, life after work? Yeah, happy to. Nearing retirement, while exciting, can also be a bit daunting. As you start to think about and prepare for the next phase of your life, we aim to help you review the important questions aside from the usual financial ones that you should ask yourself before you make the decision to retire. In this presentation, we identify your retirement vision and the steps you can take to achieve it. Review important considerations to think about while planning your retirement, and discuss additional resources and tips for getting the most out of your retirement years. One of our primary take-home messages with this presentation is that it doesn't matter how old you are or where you are currently at in your career. Everyone can relate to the desire of wanting to make work optional and to only retire once. This presentation really speaks to two things. One, having the financial wherewithal to work or not work, and jointly knowing it's equally important to think about what you would do with yourself and your time if you didn't work or when you retire. Do you want to volunteer full-time or open that art studio you always dreamed of, or maybe something even more far afield? One big question that I think many of us have and think about that we may shy away from asking is, can you fail at retirement? Ah, yes, great question. And I guess to be frank, yes, it is possible. Not only can you run out of money, but you can also face unforeseen mental struggles in retirement. For example, we all think we may welcome the freedom of clear schedules, no early alarms, no meetings, so on. 
but often many of us miss the daily interactions that we were used to having for so many years. And it's important to plan for that in retirement. We're almost getting a very good sense of that now, as a matter of fact, with our normal routines thrown off and being in quarantine. I know, at least for myself, I have realized just how much simple human interactions are ingrained in our daily lives and how much I miss that beyond just spending 24-7 with my uh, spouse and children. We, we often forget we need to think about and plan for the social changes to our daily lives in retirement as well. That's so true and a great thing for us to reflect on, like you said, during this time of social distancing as well. To take that thought a step further, what are some of the main questions we should ask ourselves when thinking about retirement? Sure. So the first ones, I guess I would call the money questions and the ones that come to mind and are usually the thoughts that weigh on us when we think about our finances and our future retirement years are things like, should I pay off the mortgage? How much will my health care cost? Can I afford a new car? Do I still need life or disability insurance? Well, one of the most common questions we get is when should I file for Social Security? And we actually have a whole separate presentation on the strategies for filing for Social Security. But perhaps the biggest question and the one that is the most challenging to navigate in retirement is how much can you afford to take out of your accounts throughout retirement safely so you don't run out of money or even ever live in fear of running out of money. So in this presentation, we will talk about this concept commonly referred to as the 4% rule. And this speaks to the general rule of thumb that you should only withdraw 4% of your portfolio in your first year of retirement, and then increase it annually by a cost of living adjustment to ensure you do not assume a substantial risk of running out of money. So put simply, using this rule, for every $100,000 that you have saved for retirement, you can withdraw $4,000 in your first year of retirement and then add an annual cost of living to that amount. Now, on kind of the, the flip side of that retirement coin are the questions that are just as important, but we often forget to ask ourselves until our retirement is here. Remember, this is your retirement and you want to enjoy it, right? So you want to think about and ask yourself and ask your, your significant other, where do we want to live? What do we want to spend our time doing? What are our hobbies? Can we afford our hobbies? Can we afford to travel? Our friends and family nearby? I guess I, I kind of boil it down to sort of three core questions and kind of everything radiates from these. And that is thinking about in retirement, where am I? What am I doing? And who am I with? Lots of important and often overlook questions to consider when we think of retirement. I think we often just have this picture of the financial scene and really forget about that social aspect of it. After thinking through these questions, how can you be sure you have a financial plan that is going to set yourself up to achieve your dream retirement? Yeah, a sound retirement plan is one of the best things you can create for yourself. First and foremost, you need to understand how much money you are spending now to determine how much money you will need during retirement to maintain your current lifestyle. So knowing this value will help you create important retirement projections that will help you determine what you should and need to be saving now to ensure you can withdraw a sufficient and steady stream of income from your accounts during your retirement years. Let me just take a quick moment, maybe share a couple stories that, that I think are are uh, good examples of some of the retirement plans that we've had the honor to work on. I know several years ago, my co-advisor, Alp Adebeck, and I met with a married couple 
to update their retirement plan. The wife was all set to, to retire within a matter of weeks and was planning on the implied full stop from work. Throughout the many conversations and various planning sessions leading up to and including this meeting, the husband had been clear. He intended to work another few years. Fine. We had a great meeting that night, and Alp and I, along with our clients, knew that they were in great shape for the wife to go ahead and retire without any worries about them outliving their money or ever being in a situation where she needed to go back to work. Now, about three months later, we had a check-in call with them to see how things were going. And during the call, both the wife and the husband were talking about their jobs in the past tense. Now, we were a little confused, so we finally asked them to clarify, and the husband responded that after our prior meeting, they went out to a nice dinner in Bethesda near our office and felt so good about their retirement plan and projection that he decided to retire too. So that was actually you know, a very nice feeling for, for Alp and I and our, our team knowing, hey, this is pretty cool. We helped them gain the confidence um, and sort of comfort level to be able to retire together and, and enjoy that, that really important moment in time uh, together as a couple. Yeah, absolutely. It's great to hear those success stories and to see people's retirements really come to life right before their eyes and to know that all that hard work behind the scenes paid off and changed their lives for the better. So yeah. awesome to see that happen. It was great. And and, and then, you know, a slightly different uh, uh, version, <laughs> you know, a little different story. So another one that comes to mind involves another married couple that we met with for the first time a few years back. And the husband in this case was a very successful physician and the wife had been able to stay at home for the past several years. They loved to travel and oftentimes paid for their two children and their families to accompany them. This was important to them and they wanted to be able to afford this throughout retirement. Now, I should mention that Alp and I have met with so many families over the years that we are able to quickly determine how on or off track they are in terms of achieving their financial goals with a fairly limited amount of financial information. And in this couple's case, we quickly determined during this first meeting that they did not have the resources to be able to afford their desired retirement lifestyle, especially considering once the husband retired, they would no longer have his income. So over the course of our meeting, Alp and I did our best to explain how this would play out. And by the end of the meeting, they both simply said, I wish we would have met you many years ago. Now, fortunately, we have since been able to work with them and help them bring their retirement plan in line with their retirement lifestyle goals. And of course, running out of money during retirement is a major concern for many, and you want to invest in your future now to make sure that doesn't happen. You only want to retire once and you want to live your retirement to the fullest like you have always envisioned and dreamed it would be. That last remark is a deep one. I think we don't often envision retirement as something that can be limited because of financial strains or can maybe only be semi-permanent if you realize at some point you need that extra income and are forced to seek out a part-time job for extra cash flow. With that thought in mind, what should we be doing now to save for our dream retirement knowing we only want to retire once and really want to be able to do that on our own timeline. Yeah, some of you are probably familiar with the old three-legged stool analogy for supporting your retirement. One leg was Social Security, one was your personal savings, 
and one was a pension. Now, the reality for most Americans today is that the stool now just has two legs, social security and your personal savings, as pensions are quickly going away. That is why it is so important to save, save, save. Always invest in yourself first. Right? That is the one leg of the stool that we have the most control over. So at a minimum, make sure that you are capturing any company match from your 401k or employer-sponsored retirement plan. Beyond the free money of a company match, most people need to be saving at least 10% of their income for retirement, oftentimes more, but that's usually a good and a starting point. And this can be in your 401k, 403b, or other retirement vehicles, such as an IRA, Roth IRA, or personal savings. Now, another concept that we go over during this presentation that, that doesn't really get talked about quite as much, but has become more common in recent years, is what I refer to as a phased-in retirement. So rather than going from full-time work to full-time retired person, many people may be able to stay in their current job, but reduce their hours, maybe to three-quarter time or half time. Other folks may switch careers entirely to something less stressful and with more flexibility. So this concept can be an excellent way to bridge the financial gap of retirement, as well as serve as a valuable transitional period while you get used to your new life. But that said, living below your means and saving now is the name of the game when it comes to your retirement. On average, people are living longer and longer, which means we all need to plan for long retirements to make sure our finances last just as long. I think that's a really great, strong point to end on to kind of give us some food for thought as we go through these next few weeks leading up to our session on May 5th. And as I said, Jason will be presenting this webinar with Alp Adebak, our founder and managing partner at AFS. And we're excited to bring this presentation to you from that socially safe distance via webinar and hopefully get the video function up and running to get a little bit more of a real life uh, atmosphere to that session. And make sure you register on the DC Bar website through the upcoming events or events calendars page. You'll see this presentation listed on May 5th entitled as What's Next, Life After Work. In the meantime, if you have any specific questions, please feel free to reach out to us. My email address is natalieA at afsfinancialgroup.com and Jason's is jasond at afsfinancialgroup.com and we'll try to work those questions into our presentation. April is Financial Literacy Month and a lot of us are finding ourselves indoors with some extra time on our hands. So head to our YouTube page and check out our AFS Financial Group webinars that we have up there and that you can maybe fill your time with and also give us a follow on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter for other timely updates and information. Lastly, we hope you and our loved ones are staying safe and healthy during this time and we look forward to having all of you tune in on May 5th. Thanks everyone. Thanks. Goodbye.